What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am your host, Matt Primo, and here today, we are here to discuss John Wick 3, the last movie of our John Wick and Review series. Well, for the time being, until the new one comes out, of course. But here at Surfing the Stream, like I said, we review movies each and every week. We do about two reviews a week. Patreon supporters get an extra review, uh, two extra reviews a month on top of that. We are just finishing up Kung Fu in Review. Our top 10 episode should be out uh, by the time you listen to this episode. So you can go check out our top 10 favorite Kung Fu movies of all time. We just finished up reviewing four Kung Fu movies. We have done Kung Fu for the last month. I have watched probably 25 Kung Fu movies in preparation for my top 10 list. So I've, I've been watching them all. So hopefully our top 10 doesn't create too much controversy. But on top of that, I've been doing John Wick and Review. This is, like I said, the third and final review for the series. Coming up soon, we're going to start Ninja Turtles in Review and uh, Lord of the Rings in Review as well. The extended edition, I might add. If you like our content and you want to consider supporting us, you can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. And there's a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier uh, on our Patreon. And uh, yeah, you get a whole slew of content. You get surfing the stream. You get extra content, movie reviews. You get an additional movie. Oh, you get an additional music podcast and an anime podcast as well. Plus two game podcasts which you can go search for all that on your favorite streaming sites as well. And just a whole slew of content. I think we we put out probably about three hours and ten minutes worth of content last week, and we're just going to continue putting out content like that each and every week. And a lot of that you can only get through Patreon, so go to patreon.com slash 2game. But what you're here for today, you're here for John Wick 3. And I've, I've started each review just saying... I just I love the series and watching them all back to back to back is is so fantastic. But I will say coming into the series, I thought the series just got better with each movie. And John Wick 2, while it's I mean it's a great movie. I gave I gave it four stars out of five. I think ultimately they're kind of rearranged a little bit. But needless to say, I do absolutely love this series. This is a great action series. And it's so different than anything that has been put out in the last, I don't know, 20 years maybe. It's just, it's so different compared to the action stuff that we normally get nowadays. But let's jump in to this review, shall we? This is John Wick 3. We're going to go through the plot, give you some fun facts, and then I'll give you my general impressions of the movie. John Wick 3. John Wick is on the run after killing a member of the International Assassin's Guild's and with a $14 million price tag on his head, he is the target of hit men and women everywhere. This movie, directed by Chad Stileski, just like all the other John Wick movies, he's been the director for each movie so far. It stars Keanu Reeves, Halle Berry, and Ian McShane. It had a budget of $75 million, and it grossed worldwide $327.3 million. It has a runtime of 2 hours and 10 minutes, and it was released on May 17th, 2019. Fun fact time. Keanu Reeves began training for this film four months before filming, which is kind of strange because 
I I do know that a bunch of these these movies have been kind of like running together. They haven't been filmed back to back by any means, but they've been pretty close in in release dates. I think like a couple years maybe. So it's it's funny to me that he has to train, you know, four months before this one, after he was just finished filming the other one. But apparently, according to the fun facts that I was reading, they did so much different uh, fight styles in this movie that they had to he had to relearn a bunch of different moves. Like you know, it involved horses, motorcycles. It involved different styles of kung fu. So he had to he had to learn all that. So which is it's just very interesting in my opinion. The glass structure where John fights Shinobi one and two at the uh, very end that cost four million dollars to make. Halle Berry broke three ribs while filming this movie, and she spent six months six months learning dog training. She was actually commanding the dogs in the scenes. They said that made filming so much easier the fact that she could control the dogs and and whatnot while actually filming it but let's jump into my into my thoughts for this movie again i absolutely love this series and i love this movie i think i actually love it more than number two and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of world building in the last two movies yeah they did some world building in number one but i feel like the last two movies they just they go hard into world building and i'm i'm curious to know if they're setting the stage cuz obviously 4 and 5 are coming out i don't know if there's a 6 one or not if they haven't planned anyways i know there's they're planning on filming back to back 4 and 5 if i'm not mistaken so my question is they have been world building 2 and 3 hard if they're just going to let the guns fly in four and five because parabellum obviously means prepare for war i say obviously but if you've watched the movie it means prepare for war so obviously uh four and five are going to be the war with the high table so my thing is i'm i'm thinking the next ones they're gonna have some lore and some world building in it but it won't be as heavy as two and three so that'll be interesting to see how much action they put into the movies coming up. I do know, I feel like there's more action in this movie compared to 2. I know he kills more people in 2 than this one. I think he had like 100 and something odd uh, deaths in the second one. And this one was like 70 or 80 deaths, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. So it's going to, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see how they progress the story and the action from these last two movies to number four and number five. But overall, I do love the action in this movie. And I will say this. I was watching this movie and I didn't realize it the first time. This is the Fast and the Furious version of the John Wick franchise. I mean, they are fighting on horses. They are fighting on, well, horse, not horses. But John Wick's riding a horse through the streets fighting people he's on motorcycles having a samurai sword fight with you know other guys and then top that off with some kind of just unbelievable action especially towards the end when he falls off the roof and hits like a thousand things on the way home on the way down and he survives it just seems very fast and the furious like and that's not a knock against it i'm telling you because if there's one thing the fast and the furious franchise does well 
they are entertaining. And I don't know if they really build that world as well as this one. So if they continue to go that route with John Wick, if they explore the the Fast and Furious style where they just give us unbelievable action, yeah, I don't know if you lose your, your luster a little bit in these movies because that has been one of the great things about these movies has been the the great fight choreography and the believable action scenes has really drawn you into that world and really made you believe that this could actually be something that could happen in the real world. Whereas Fast and the Furious, okay, yeah, they're, that's not happening, okay? No way that's happening by any means. They're not driving a car up the side of a building and whatnot. That's no. But they do have some of these unbelievable action sequences in here and some of these these sequences that just make you go, holy crap, are they really doing that? And the sword fight on the motorcycle, dope as hell, by the way. And then John Wick riding a horse through the city, you know, shooting and killing folks. I didn't know that I wanted those style of fights until I saw it. And I'm just like, of course. So yeah, the the action sequences in general in this movie, I feel like, are significantly better than anything that we got in number two. In fact, I would go so far as saying this may be the best action-wise and action sequences of the series up to this point. It's pretty close to one, if I have, if I have to say so myself. I think they do a great job of setting the tension and the stakes in the very beginning. And you can kind of feel that tension throughout the course of the movie in the action sequences and all that in the character development. There's not a ton of character development, but, I mean, really, what are we here for, guys? We're here for action and cool-ass fights. I mean, that's what you're here for. They do enough of developing and making John Wick grow a little bit in this world. Because if there's anything that he's, he's, he's bound to is loyalty. And that's one of the key things towards the end. You know, he's bound to loyalty towards Winston. You know, Winston gave him an hour. So he's like, I'm going to return the favor of him and I'm going to help him. And then ends up being betrayed at the very end, which is a, I don't know how I feel about the ending. I'm not saying I don't like it. I do like it. It may not be necessarily what I wanted because if there's one thing that, I wasn't sure that I wanted going forward was another betrayal story slash arc for this movie. Because in the previous movie, in 2, while he didn't betray him, I mean, he, he technically did. He did the favor, you know, the, the favor he owed, repaid the debt, and then the dude, once he got to the high table, was cutting out any loose ends. So technically, that was a betrayal. And then now in this one, Winston is betraying him. So it's kind of like they're continuing the same threads. Can we do something maybe a little bit different? Like, I don't know. Like, even just continuing the the story arc that's been going right now, where he just where he just uh, went back on his word with the, the Elder One, or whatever his name was. You know, they're just going to keep trying to kill him in the next one. I mean, that would probably be a better storyline than to go back to this betrayal arc but, hey, that may keep things fresh and keep the story moving forward a little bit because now he's on the one end, he's trying to kill Winston, and then the other end, he's going to be trying to 
survive from the high table and those consequences because of the betrayal and whatnot. And just to keep with the action sequences in general, some of the scenes that I really loved uh, the most in this movie, one, the it was just a minor little touch, but I just, I loved it, was at the very beginning, he's, you know, looking for bullets, and the bullet doesn't fit in the gun. So he takes, like, two guns, and he mixes the parts, and finally gets the bullet in. That, to me, is just, like I said, just a minor little detail, but it's just, it's just great to watch, and it's in, it's incredible, uh, like visuals for that movie, and just to kind of further prove the point that he's very good with guns, and he knows, hey, we can swap this part out with that part, and then the weapon shop, you know, the one with the guns and the knives, it was pretty much the exact same scene. That was such an incredible scene where they're just throwing knives at each other, and they're fighting that one long strip of of room. That was probably my favorite scene in the entire movie. It's just, it's incredible choreography. And then I've already mentioned the samurai sword fight, which was fantastic. And the horse scene, which was also fantastic. As far as the score, I don't particularly like it as much as 1 and 2. I think 1 and 2 have great scores. They have those great beats to build the tension. And they do a good job. I'm not not saying it's a bad score. But it's just not as good as 1 and 2, in my opinion. But overall, I just, like I said, I just, I love this movie and I love this series and I'm intrigued by, by where they go with the rest of the series in the next two movies. I mean, I can't, I can't wait to watch them to be honest with you. And so I give this, this movie four stars out of five. I, I do like it more than two. Two is not bad. It's still a great movie. Like I said, I gave it four stars. I think this one is a notch above that just because the the action sequences are so much better in this one, in my opinion. I'm, again, not saying the action in number two is bad, but I think this one is just a step above it and it's a step below the first one. It's It's pretty close, in my opinion, number one and number three as far as the action sequences. And as I've been mentioning with every single one of these reviews, I think this is definitely a movie you go out and buy. It is, is it worth 15 bucks? Hey, this movie was released in 2019, so almost a couple years old. I still think it's worth 15 bucks. I don't say that very often. I think this movie is worth 15 bucks. If you can get this series, like I said, I don't remember how much the exact the bundle is for all three movies, but I mean, if you're looking at 30 bucks for this entire series, that's, that's a great deal in my opinion. 10 bucks a movie, just fantastic. I wouldn't pay more than 15 bucks for this movie, though. Let's just get that out of the way. It's two years old. It needs to be coming down in price a little bit. So, yeah, there's my review. I give it four stars. The final rankings for the series. We're going to start with number three. John Wick, number two. And I've, I've been mentioning this throughout the podcast. I It's not that I don't like number two. I love number two. It's just the story just may, maybe doesn't grab me as much as the first one and the third one. And the world they spent a lot of time with world building more so than the action and character development in my opinion. But again, I love the world. I love that building of the lore and whatnot. So it's an, it's a great movie. It's just in comparison to the other two, this one's number 3 in my opinion. At number 2, John Wick 3. And I'm not going to beat a dead horse. 
but yeah, uh, you just listen to the previous 15 minutes of this review and you understand why that's number two. I think the action is better than number two. I think the world building goes super far. It goes much further than number two, in my opinion. They start throwing a whole bunch of world building in this particular movie compared to number two. But they kind of add that with some great memorable action sequences. And at number one, obviously the first one in the series, John Wick, it gives you the character development. It gives you a perfect blend of the action and that world building behind it and still kind of leaves you intrigued to to see more like oh I wonder where else they're going to go with this series. They just to me that's almost a perfect movie. The action is fantastic, the pacing fantastic, and it also has a little bit of uh some humor in there as well to to get a couple laughs out of you. So there's my final rankings and I think that's going to conclude my review for the John Wick series, John Wick 3 in particular. So uh yeah, I will catch y'all next time on another episode. As far as Ninja Turtles in review, that's probably going to be starting mid-April. So I'm not sure. I'm going to do a small series in between now and then, maybe. Because I'm doing guests for guest appearances for that, that series. Uh, Nick Ziegler might be coming on to review the Ninja Turtles with me, as well as some other guys. So yeah, uh, I will catch you all next time on another episode. Patreon.com slash 2Game if you uh, want to consider supporting us. Thank y'all.